What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to Night Kids After Dark Podcast, where we talk about everything under the stars. Today is April 20th, 2023, and I'm your host, Yano Nick, followed by Cinderella. Hi, guys. And BTC. <laughs> Regular days. <laughs> Um, how how was your how's you guys week? Any any news? Any updates? Yeah. You do? Everyone treats you fairly and kindly. That's pretty cool. I'm happy for you, bro. How about you, Cinderella? Mine's pretty good. Got some decent health news and just kind of playing it by ears and how we're going, how how it's going. We're feeling, aside from being hungover and feeling <laughs> like I got hit by a truck, um, <laughs> we're we're feeling feeling good today. Feeling good. I'm glad to hear, Cinderella. That's fantastic news. Um, <laughs> speaking of news, <laughs> um, uh, before. Getting into our first news story, I just wanted to say, if you're watching live, you can start adding questions in the chat for our Night Kids Q&A, where you guys at home get to ask us on Thursdays what, uh, ask us any kind of question. Uh, Hey guys, just wanted to touch base. Uh, I forgot to mute my mic, I mean unmute my mic, so I just want to tell you guys that we weren't going to have rainbows getting to the pot of gold. We got to rework it. Oh, other right, than that, right, right. we're going to continue with the show, and then eventually I'll bring my mic back, but that's it. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to see where that goes cuz to be honest with you, I was enjoying those questions. Some of them were a little tantalizing, but other than that, they were always spicy and they got everyone energy riled up. Maybe we should do it at the beginning at this stream since it doesn't necessarily go on to the podcast right away. Anyways, um I mean <laughs> you know what good point. <laughs> I always do like that like bonus up. Like, <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> like do like a once a month bonus episode or something like oh, that that's a fantastic idea shoot I noted <laughs> um, if you uh, don't watch the podcast live you can listen to the podcast or watch the podcast later on different uh, where you ever you watch your podcast uh, iTunes <laughs> too cool yes spotify yeah spotify does too it caught me off guard it was like i was like looking at some of ours and i saw the video pop up i was like what (laughs) that's a thing now oh i did not know that Um, uh btg someone said no sounds coming from you uh oh Thanks, guys. You didn't hear nothing I said. 
Oh, great. Oh, I had some good comments. It was. It's okay. Dang. Uh, well, so uh, you you can also find us on YouTube at YouTube dot forward slash Team Night Kids six eighty two and listen on other podcast services. Just remember to search the four letter words Night Kids after dark. Uh, remember, if you want like the show and want to watch it ad free, hit that sub button. All right, let's get to our first news story. All right, story number one. So this story has a lot of controversy, and people are. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's an Unreal Engine 5 uh, story. But yeah, let's get into it. All right, so this comes from Kotaku from Ethan Gack. Police body cam game explodes, but not without doubt and controversy. So before I read the story, I'm going to go ahead and just play the trailer. And then we'll go from there. Give me a second, guys. This looks so real. And that's part of the problem. So for our audio listeners, this footage literally looks like a police body cam. Like it looks so real. Unbelievable. Just the lighting. Whoa. Shots fired! Shots fired! So yes, this is supposed to be a game. Oh, that is... Wow. Like, for the audio listeners, this literally looks like you're watching a police video I, game. I'm Body cam. You're being shot at from all different directions. Like, you can kind of tell where, like, it does look rendered as a game for sure. I'm interested to hear how people are reacting to this because I'm a gamer, number one, but at the same time. That's a VR game. I look, I don't know. I literally watched the footage and I was like, holy crap. All right. So to the story. So this game is called Unrecord. Oh my God. Uh, developer Alexander Spindler revealed footage of a body cam style game he was working on last fall. It exploded across the internet as people marveled at its eerie ambience and photorealistic look. This is awesome, wrote District 9 director Neil Blomkamp. Now, the game has been announced for real. 
and its stirring controversy over its concept and skepticism over its shockingly realistic graphics. Spencer game is officially called Unrecord, and its graphics look even more incredible than they did six months ago in a new trailer posted this week on Steam. Drama, the French studio behind it, describes it as a mashup of narrative walking sim, firewatch, and tactical SWAT shooter ready or not. You play as a police officer using tactical skills and detective instincts to solve a confusing case, and while the existing gameplay footage points to a conventional shooter with die and retry combat, in unrecorded Steam page descriptions, developers say the game will feature diverse characters and several plot twists. Uh, even more so than last year, Unrecord's latest trailer immediately blew up because of just how alarmingly real it looks. At first glance, it looks like a virtual reality game in vain of Half-Life Alex or full motion video FMV recording. But Drama says the game is being made in Unreal Engine and the footage in question is taken directly from gameplay rather than scripted scenes. Wow. These images are from real-time gameplay, not pre-rendered, Spindler tweeted. He later followed up posting additional footage of the game, showing its editor in action, including real-time movements. Is the body cam footage faked? What's so eye-catching about Unrecord isn't necessarily graphics are better than other visual powerhouses like Cyberpunk 2077 and Horizon Forbidden West. It looks less like a painstaking virtual re recreation of a realistic environment than a recording of one, which makes sense given the whole point is to mimic the look of body cam recording. We've seen this before with the scarily real-looking Ride 4 footage in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's Amsterdam level. Uh, when lighting, blur, and other visual effects are calibrated just right, in-game scenes can take on heightened sense of reality, at least when briefly viewed and passing on your phone. Later in Unrecord's trailer, things begin to look much more recon recognizably gamey. Not everyone's buying it, though. Some devs have questioned how exactly the game will control since the character, camera, and gun all appear to be moving separately in the announcement trailer. There have also been suggestions it could, could be more of a glorified tech demo than an actual game. Doubts have also been raised about how much better the new trailer looks than the footage that was shown six months ago. At the very least, it seems prudent to wait and see how finished the finished product turns out, especially considering how little is known about the relatively new studio working on its first game. But even drama isn't playing fast and loose with the project's presentation. The found footage aesthetic combined with the cop sim premise instantly turned stomachs, especially in the U.S., where high-profile police killings are regularly recurring news events. Uh, while some violent shooter sims try to distance themselves with stylized art direction or sci-fi trappings, unrecorded creators appear to be intent on making the game look as much like a real-world hate crime simulator as possible. Uh, the cop sim is an instant turnoff for some. The studio attempted to address both the doubts and controversy in an update on Unrecord's Steam page. As a French studio addressing a global audience, the game does not engage in any foreign policy and is not inspired by any real-life events, it wrote. The game will obviously avoid any undesirable topics such as discrimination, racism, violence against women and minorities. The studio added that Unrecord won't take, back, take a black-and-white approach to criminal acts and police violence, and it understands if people feel disturbed by the game's look and content, content. Art cannot fight against interpretation, it wrote. Drama also says that trying to defend the concept of the game on its own terms will effectively require spoiling the narrative. The public generally trusts film, TV series, novel writers on the intelligence and point of view when it comes to detective, gangster, or police stories it writes. Why not for a video game? If the game presents political messages, they will... They will be made consciously or in your interpre interpretation. 
If the game aims to be subversive in certain countries, we will assume the label. Uh, it's far from clear whether the studio means unrecord might end up being subversive in certain countries because it interrogates policing and state violence or because it tactically endorses it. Or, yeah. Uh, the title certainly alludes to a corrupt cover-up with plenty of recent real-world analogs to play off of it. Off of. For now, it sounds like a version of Far Cry Publishers Ubisoft's frequent claims that its games aren't political, combined with Please Trust Us. Given how rarely games do end up approaching serious topics with nuance and sensitivity, however, trust hardly feels owed. With regards to whether the game footage is even real or not, drama remains adamant it's legit. Uh, considering the high production cost of the video game and our global reputation at stake, if Unrecord were a scam, it would be a blockbuster scam, the studio wrote. Therefore, it's logically not one. The buzz around Unrecord has apparently led developers to try and speed up production even as the team remains small and self-funded, though maybe not for long. The game is still in pre-production with no mention of even vague release window. All right. So a lot to unpack there. A lot. A lot. However, <clears throat> since you have a military background, I am interested to find out your first thoughts. But Cinderella, before he responds, I'm curious, would you play something like this? I mean, probably. Um, I, I do like for like uh, FPS style games. Um, so possibly and your girl has a soft spot for like police tv shows and stuff so like CSI. it's merging like yeah it's like merging two of my favorite things right now <laughs> so i i i'd have to see a little bit more of like the gameplay and stuff to In really VR, possibly oh <sighs> <laughs> If it's only available in VR, it's I might be persuaded to move past my as long as I don't fall off a building again. <laughs> I might be persuaded to get, to drink a VR another try. <laughs> <laughs> a VR might be a bit too much, honestly. Yeah, I believe it that. Honestly, might like that was just watching that video. Like that is some very realistic graphics. <laughs> yeah, believable very believable so vr might be a little much <laughs> btg okay so i have two takes on it okay off the break immediately made me want to cringe only because the body cam reference and that's fair you know considering like what we did yeah all the things dealing with the public in america immediately got a cringe then looking at the graphics, I'm like, damn, if this is real, this is a huge step in like game development. Now, I don't know how the game is going to play. I never played Firewatch. Uh, I don't know if this is more like a simulation, like picking options and stuff and the story just goes type uh, thing. But yeah, I don't know uh, with that. But if it is straight up graphics, real time gameplay, then that's amazing. Uh, and reading the article, I kind of had that same point of view. Like, okay, we watch TV shows and stuff that show like the world's problems and controversies, and that's their job is for you to feel and see those, uh, think about those events and to put them in perspective. 
and I do agree why can't this be in a video game, right? Right. Like, because video games do the same thing. It's they art. put you put you yeah, it's a form of art putting you in a in a place that you've never been, never experienced. And if they are touching on those type of issues, maybe this could open the conversation of like, you know, do police forces need more training? Like how, you know, yeah. how does America deal with this type of situation? But like I said, we don't know what the story is about for real. It's just you get that immediate cringe off of the body cam. Uh, Interesting. But yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes for sure. I have something to bounce off of that. You uh, putting into perspective kind of mode. That might be why they're doing it with the body, like from the view of the body cam to put it in, into perspective. Like you are looking through that body cam, seeing everything that's going on. That might be why they did it that way, just to put a little shine a little bit more perspective on situations. Right. Not no, just no, like yeah. watching it like as a third person kind of per, kind of view. Like you got your characters and whatnot and you're just kind of in the back no you're actually like one of the characters just looking for our listeners at any point in this video did you or trailer do you feel like it was over the top too much or disturbing i mean it i think the only not the only reason it feels disturbing because it looks so real it's like dang like is this real footage like what is happening like it it just puts you back in those moments where the news pops up and you see body cam footage of some kid getting shot like or somebody getting shot being pulled over it gives you that take but i don't know we just really got to see where it goes true very good point because the technology is fairly new and i can't imagine playing counter-strike and looking like this you know Rainbow says, for all we know, it was grabbed. It was grabbed from real situations. And if it, so my thing is, if it was grabbed it from real situations, like that would get those situations out to the world even more to see, like, yo, this is really happening every day. Like, how do we deal with it? Yeah, I don't think the answer is, you know, when these things come up, is to not watch it. Because if you're not watching it, then we're kind of ignoring it we don't want to deal with the emotions that are tied Ooh, to it that's a good point so yeah not like dealing it, with it, it is also curious. yeah i was gonna say it makes me curious like what kind of situations they're gonna put in it like mm -hmm. are they all gonna be very similar situations they're all gonna be the same thing like you or is it gonna add like a variety of situations where you might have you might go and just like kind of deal with like a small time like a small time convenience store robbery or something like that? Or are you oh. going to deal with like get called into like a hostage situation? Like what kind of situations are they putting in there? That's a really great question. Cause you're, you're not a police officer 24 seven. You, you have time off. Are you dealing like, are they going to put you in that type of situation where they're just going to the grocery store to get eggs and milk for their wife and kids or something, you know? So that's really interesting. Um, before we move on to the next topic, I just want to say uh, Rookie G uh, and I, we did play a police co-op game together, but it was pixelated. And at no point did we get kind of that kind of um, 
attention, attention or negative feedback, uh, or negative feedback in general. And I wonder if it's because, like you all both said, it looks so real. You know what I mean? Versus pixelated, uh, you know, policing. Right. I, I definitely think that is part of it. The realer it looks, the easier it is for you to be immersed in it. Like, oh my god, like did this just happen? Type stuff. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, I I definitely understand the controversy. But uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes and Man. what happens with it. I'm sure we'll hear more about this game Same. later. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, and but just from the tech aspect, like if these are real graphics and they've achieved this, the graphics are great for gaming. Just that's gonna be crazy. What? I will. Ne- I'll never be playing a horror game again ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's too real. I was thinking of like I better not get jump scared if I play this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like better not get Res- Resident this. Evil will be dead to me. I will never play one ever. <laughs> Nothing. Dead, no Dead Space Eight. None of that shit. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's pretty funny. No, right. Can they just apply those graphics to Spyro, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Story number two. All right. So story number two, Pokemon's Team Rocket, Professor Oak, voice actor, retires due to cancer. James Carter uh, Cathcart also contributed his voice to the the OG Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and a handful of games. Uh, James Carter Cart... Man, I can never say his name. Cathcart? Cathcart. Cathcart, the voice actor behind iconic Pokemon characters such as Professor Oak, his grandson Gary and Team Rocket's James and Meowth is retiring from the anime after 25 years due to an advanced form of cancer. Uh, you've likely heard that Cathcart's voice, even if you weren't watching Pokemon, watching the Pokemon anime since his 1998 introduction. Uh, while he's portrayed Professor Samuel Oak, I didn't even know his first name was Samuel. Samuel Oak's grandson Gary since day one as well as Oak himself and Team Rocket's James and Meowth since 2006, Cathcart's voice can be heard in a number of classic anime. He's performed in shows like Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters as the bowl-cut duelist Weevil Underwood, Herbie, right back at ya, as the senile knight Sir Gallant, Sonic X as the music-loving Vector the Crocodile, and even One Piece as the Black Cat's Pirate's Officer Butchie. Butchie. Cathcart's voice has appeared in a few games too, including Pokemon Snap, Valkyrie Profile, Yu-Gi-Oh! Capsule, Monst- Capsule Monster Coliseum, Shadow the Hedgehog, and get this, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Super Smash Bros. Brawl, as the Pokemon Munchlax. Uh, in short, Cathcart is pro- prolific when it comes to his craft and talent. It's saddening to hear that the cancer is plaguing him right now. Uh, Cathcart has an advanced form of throat cancer. The news comes from uh, Caring Bridge, a website that acts as personal journal for families to communicate health updates with folks online. The page for Cathcart appeared in January, where his wife Martha announced that advanced cancer started in his tongue and spread into his neck. She said that the the cancer was treatable and that that was Cathcart's receiving chemo. He's receiving chemotherapy treatments to shrink the tumor. Sadly, according to a new post on April seventeenth. The two learned that Cathcart's tumor didn't respond to the induction chemotherapy 
and that doctors believe a more aggressive chemotherapy approach was necessary. This is set to start around May 1st, with seven weeks of five-day per week radiation therapy and simultaneous chemotherapy in weeks one, four, and seven. Likely because of the arduous medical treatments ahead of him, Cathcart decided to retire from Pokemon. Cathcart has decided to retire from the script adapting and voice dubbing for Pokemon USA, effective at the conclusion of season 25, Martha wrote. He has been with the series since the first episode, so it is a timely decision as the series transitions to new characters and storylines. I will remain eternally grateful for your love, thoughts, comments, hearts, prayers, and well wishes. Called what? Called Ultimate Journeys. Season 25 of the Pokemon anime wrapped up on March 24th in Japan and saw Ash catch him walk off in the sunset. Alright, we know all that. But yeah, so Cathcart is retiring. Wow, I had no idea his resume was that intense. He had a deep resume. Man. Yeah, that sucks. I, I, yeah, shout out to his family, to him. I hope the treatments go well. Uh, yeah. He's definitely a part of my life. Lots of our lives didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. Brought these characters to life for us. Wow. So cancer yeah, sucks, man. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer. For real. That's wild. Oh, uh, oh can't, hear, can't you. hear you, Cinderella. I know. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure you can get a T-shirt that says that. I just like, I turned my camera you. back on, just not my mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sucks, though. I do hope everything goes well with his treatment. I do want to say one thing. Please, to anyone and everyone who ever gets a chance to go to a convention, one of their favorite or even uh, enjoyable voice actors are at, please stop by their booths and just even say hello. I know those lines are intimidating. And yes, I know sometimes we don't want to spend the money. However, overall, I think it's good because I had a chance to meet Stan Lee at Dragon Con. Wait, you met Stan Lee? No, no, no. Let me finish. I apologize. Oh. I, I should have led with, I missed the opportunity of meeting oh, Stan Lee. That's even worse. I know. All because I wanted to do other things. Just meet meet your heroes. Meet meet the people that create your, your future. <laughs> Damn. Man, that's crazy. Damn. That sucks. I'm disappointed in you, Yana. I know oh. it was so it, it deterred me, man. The line yeah. was ridiculous, but I I'm should gonna, not have. Oh, I'll wait till after the ad for that housekeeping because I didn't even put the housekeeping out. Oh yeah, what's the what's the housekeeping? I'll wait till after the ad, please, just so people don't miss it. But it's big news. I, it ain't big news. This is an event for this weekend that we're gonna be running. But uh next news story. So oh man, I hate it. Hopefully you guys subscribed. So our next news story, there is a new Marvel game coming out. What game you think it is? Is it Marvel Take a Snap? Marvel Take a Snap. Yeah, you take a snapshot of your favorite superheroes while they're fighting battles and they're super intense. And you can watch it multiple times so you know when they're going to do like their iconic poses and stuff. Poses? No, that's not the game but you're kind of kind of in the general area so there is a new marvel game uh that has the avengers yell at you while you work out and that's exactly what it does can we take a brief moment to talk about what 
the what official is... article picture. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so that is uh, Lou Ferrigno who played the Hulk in the 1980s Incredible Hulk TV series. Uh huh. Yeah, he's a bodybuilder. Oh, you didn't know that? Okay, I ha- no, I did not know that. Like I did not know that. It just. <laughs> It had, caught me off guard. It had one like, of the greatest oh. endings. <laughs> but the good, cool thing about watching that, like, if you ever get a chance to go back and watch it, is like he was really that big. So like, <laughs> he was a huge freaking dude. That makes and sense he, that they would use him for the. Yeah, I did get his right now. It is Lou Ferrigno, right? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. But yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so cheesy it is so cheesy but i don't know watch it there's a lot of uh we're running off topic but there's a lot of old 80s shows like superhero shows because you had the flash 80s remember you had, you had a wonder woman oh spider-man was terrible <laughs> <laughs> spider-man was terrible but Man yeah you... <laughs> and the thing is like i didn't watch these until i got older because they were already done running before, like I even knew about them. But uh, yeah. All right. So new new Marvel game has Avengers yell at you while you work out. On Tuesday, Marvel announced what's arguably its most bizarre gaming project to date: a mobile app where comic book characters holler at you while you work out. You know what? Let's just watch the trailer. <laughs> it's it explains it all. Time to time to move. Audio listeners, so they're on an app. It's on your phone. <laughs> Ready to start your training? This dude's running in the beach. How can you be so perky at this time? Smell that air, Loki. <laughs> Adventure awaits. Onwards! X-Men, we have Sentinels inbound. Better get moving, Bob. So I guess this audio just plays while you're Already on. running. It's kind of cool. So like a battle's taking place in the run two miles I guess. Minutes, 45 seconds. I'm with you. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, impressive mortal. You're keeping pace even <laughs> This is hilarious. Surrounded, Bob. Looks like I'll have to cut your path. Collected a bottle of water and two adamantium shards. Just one kilometer to go. You can do it, recruit. We leave no mutant behind. <laughs> Why do I want this so bad? <laughs> Is it just limited to running, though? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, am I only going to get yelled at? Like, it's a lot of people in it. So it's coming this summer. It says pre-order. Maybe pre-download. Because I hope you don't got to pay for it. But here we go. All right. So the Marvel move created by Six to Start is an interactive fitness adventure mobile app that plays immersive audio stories while you work out. Following in literal footsteps, sorry, of Zombies Run and other workout apps that offer narrative encouragement for your fitness goals. Oh, so you have to continue to run and work out to get the rest of the story. Uh Marvel Move will let us users choose from different Marvel stories narrated by its characters to keep them motivated while they get their cardio workout in. According to its official website, Marvel Move will not only track how far you run away from the explosive threats 
or into the fray of its fully customizable enemy chases, but it'll also let you run 5 to 10k virtual races with friends and bring you new stories to run to every month. To demonstrate Marvel moving action, Marvel posted a video of people jogging like they're shooting b-roll footage for the, for the canceled TV shows Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., while the voices of iconic characters like Wolverine, Thor, Storm, and Hulk spout random motivational quips in their ears. You can see the video for yourself and decide whether this advertisement sells you on becoming a Marvel move person. If anything, it's bound to be an interesting conversation starter at your local Planet Fitness. Uh, according to Marvel Moves website, the fitness app's functionality won't just be a glorified audio track of Hulk grunt ASMR as you run for five miles. You can also listen to your own music while experiencing the app's adventures. Maybe some Kenny G to complement the hot breath grunting or some triumphant 80s pop as you impress an Asgardian god by running to the top of that hill up the street. Hopefully the app will also feature an audio slider so your workout playlist isn't constantly interrupted by Wolverine calling you a, a bub for the umpteenth time or storm waxing poetic about a lightning struck toad. Marvel move is slated to release later this summer. All right. So <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer till just now and re read the article or anything. To be honest, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> how much, how much do you think you're willing to pay for something like that? Oh, Mm. <laughs> pay for it i don't know we know it's gonna have a price tag i know they'll have a free version but obviously the real stuff is going to be in the paid now i would hope that they have like a free version with free stories and i'm hoping you still get free stories every month but you get more or like more premium stories with a subscription i, I think the subscription is probably gonna be like 4.99 a month Okay, that that's I could believe that. Would I pay that? Uh maybe, probably maybe not. Maybe maybe one night. If they did one ninety nine a month, maybe. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm really not a big runner. Like I don't I don't really run. Not trying to mess your knees up. I got you. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out like, is it just strictly running, or would they make it to include different like yoga and stuff? Yeah, I don't know because the way it sounded like a lot of the features they were talking about had to do with like running and using it shows the map and stuff so like while you're running it also shows the map where the enemies are at oh. and how you're progressing through the story so like that's that's cool like this would make me run maybe not like i'd probably run once a month to see the new story like all right <laughs> let me run this 5k because this wow. is the only way i'm gonna be able to see the hear the story but nah it's kind of dope it's kind of cool. cool if you could do it like with biking too instead of just running. oh yeah they probably well, would have actually i'm sure you could do it with biking but i don't know like on a stationary you might have to be on a real bike if it's doing gps tracking but i don't know it might work without gps tracking too if it's similar to zombie run which they even mentioned i think uh, yeah then you can do it stationary however if i remember correctly you 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 wouldn't get the benefit of like go this direction. You'll be able to, you know, see Tupac Shakur zombie. Or I'm you know? I'm just scared it'll be like turn left and I run into traffic because <laughs> oh, I'm no. trying to dodge a sentinel. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's my biggest fear. 
Wow. All I have to do is run down my driveway, and there, there you go. There, end of the driveway, and back is a mile. So <laughs> I don't oh, really have to worry about. Yes, our driveway so, is exactly half a mile long. So you've used Zombie Run? I've never used Zombie Run. I forgot all about that. It's actually, been years. It's been at least through three phones before, since I last. You know what I'm gonna do? I am going to download Zombie Run, and I'm gonna try it out this weekend. Oh. Because if I do Zombie Run, and I feel like that's fun then i know i'm gonna enjoy the marvel one that's for a fact a good point i suggest we all try it mm. i would love to try a zombie run out of the new updated one after like three or four beers i go ahead and <laughs> you'll be on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> oh any last thoughts on that before we move on <laughs> look i'm just saying if i get loki whispering in my ear how good of a job that i'm doing i might not be running i might just Oh Die, lord! Just melt right there. Just be done. Like, Any done. voice actor? For... Yeah, but remember, he's gonna be like, "You gotta keep moving." I... Or hey, most of the voice actors for Loki, most of them. <laughs> oh man! Just saying, like, <laughs> I'm very curious on like how the you know it'd be crazy if like these stories like actually tie into the MCU, and they're like, "Hey, if you didn't, if you didn't like, uh, oh, you know, I bet they will have like one of the months." They're gonna have a story that is directly tied to the MCU. The movie I promise you. Coming out that week. Oh, yeah. So, oh man. I promise you. And people are the whole world's gonna be running that weekend before the movie comes out, so they can catch <laughs> everybody. Like Pokemon Go. Remember? And then the you, you know what it'll probably do because that will entice the group runs too. How I was talking about like the five Ks and ten K group runs that you can you don't have to be together, but you can do the run to oh. run together. That's dope. Avengers assemble. <laughs> yeah, right. Runners assemble, bub. I like that. No, I do. I, I have like a certain number of runners in order to make the story work. Or something. <laughs> it, it might be. It might be something like that. That's kind of like how Avengers. That's how Pokemon Go was. Like certain battles, you had to have a certain amount of players to raid. That's cool. Or but to win the raid. That many people seeing me dying while trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you won't be the only one. <laughs> like, right, I used to point. love running, but now I'll run for breadsticks, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, she said, "Run for breadsticks." All right. Ooh, I'm interested though. All right, story number four. Oh my god, this is a long story. I forgot about it, but I'll make it short. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what happened? The Switch World Showcase happened the other day. I didn't even know it was happening. Uh, I would have watched it. Didn't. But uh, everything we saw at Nintendo's latest Switch World Showcase, uh, Wednesday's Switch-focused presentation was jam-packed with new indie offerings, DLC, and sequels. Uh, the latest Nintendo Indie World Showcase presentation arrived today, April 19th. For a solid 20 minutes, we were treated to new looks at charming, exciting, hopefully must-play upcoming games for Nintendo's hybrid console. Uh, as you'll see, Nintendo packed a lot of games into today's, into today's event. Continue scrolling for the lowdown, or if you would like to watch the showcase yourself, I'm not going to do that. All right, if any of these you guys see that you guys want to watch the trailer, let me know. I'm going to read the descriptions. Uh, Medico's Night Market looks like a fun adventure with world wonderfully cute visuals and a mythological backdrop about a magical cat, cat god who has since disappeared and entered into the status of fairy tale. Perhaps you will unravel the truth as you explore the 2D world and the fantastical night market. Oh, Rainbow, thank you. The housekeeping. Thank you for bringing it up. All right. Oh, right. 
before I continue the story, housekeeping. Saturday, this Saturday, what's today? The 20th, 22nd at 10.30 p.m. Eastern in the Discord. We are having a movie night. We are going to be watching the Power Rangers Once and Always reunion. Oh. 10.30 p.m. Eastern. So if you would like to join us and watch it, anybody's welcome. Come in, join the channel, and watch it starting at 10.30. Oh, that's big news. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I already posted uh, the event in the Discord. A bunch of people are interested, so yeah. I'll wow. be there Be there to host it. What time again? 10.30 p.m. By 10.30 or it starts at 10.30? I mean, it starts at 10.30 Eastern. Maybe a minute or a few minutes later, depending on if I get, get back in time. But yeah, 10.30. 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All right. Maneko's Night Market. Trailer? No trailer? Y'all want to watch it? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, next one. My Time at Sandrock. Looking for your next farming simulator? My Time at Sandrock has you restoring a desert world inspired by the developer's visit to the Gobi Desert. Really set out and explore and find essential resources. Another entry into the My Time series. The presentation promises more narrative and expanded gameplay opportunities shown off with some intricate farm management in a desert community. Sorry, guys. I'm going to watch it. Huh? It, it looks For some bad. reason, f farming simulators get me. There's <laughs> combat in it, so count me in. This what? looks... The graphics look cool. It looks fantastic. Uh, what the hell? There is combat. Uh, do I think of Animal Crossing? No. I always think of Harvest Moon. Because Harvest Moon was like the first like farm simulator game I ever played. And I was like really into and that was on like Game Boy when I played it. It does and Stardew Valley is like a super hyped up version of Harvest Moon. <laughs> Include. Whoa. Oh, you can get married in this game? It is like Stardew. Cool. Am I going to get it? Don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. Depends oh. on how. <laughs> depends on how. Directly on the Switch? It seems that way, right? I think so. Yeah, look it up. Uh, played up. Oh, I'm gonna look at this one too. Okay, a roguelike management sim. Played up has you taken on the role of a cute featureless chef, tasked with the endless job of keeping a kitchen running, customers fed, all while planning for future of your culinary business with various various expansion opportunities. Played up hits eShop October 2023. All right, let's check this out. It's just, I'm pretty sure this is like, oh. It's like overcooked, but not. Did it just have a warning for use of alcohol? 
I think so. <laughs> the dude was wearing a pirate hat. Okay. Oh. Okay. Multiplayer. Oh. Okay. Okay, so I'm a big fan of Overcooked, and this looks like Overcooked, but you on know steroids. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, on steroids. So maybe I guess it all depends on how much it costs. Uh, intro. I'll play oh. it with you guys if I get to be the little green dude. <laughs> Whatever, the with the pirate hat. Yeah, I'm gonna be the little green dude with a pirate hat. Thanks. Oh lord, it's a cat game. Oh, the quilts, quilts and cats of calico. The developers of Quilts and Cats of Calico showed off their super chill board game sim and adorable cat Darwin, which adapts the physical version of the game to the digital realm. You get to sew a quilt while petting cats in solo or multiplayer matches. There's also cat customization, including the ability to give them a hat that is far too adorable. This is a Cinderella game. <laughs> First off, <laughs> Secondly, I would like to watch this, please. Because you're not wrong. God, I was about to say. Make the coziest quilt right solo. Now. This is a Cinderella ass game. AI sewing the most challenging patterns to score points and win. Try not to be too distracted by the cute little creatures that love to be pet by you. Customize the perfect companion. Well, how do they get hats? Oh, God. Taylor, travel to the cat city and help those you meet along the way. So your way to relaxation with quilts and cats of Calico. So Calico's a port. It's a board game, right? I thought so. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. So it's based off that. I have a feeling uh, that game's gonna do. I was about to say, I have a feeling that game's gonna do really well, actually. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm getting this. There's <laughs> so much oh. in the hats. <laughs> the hat. So, this is one I was uh, interested in. So, Rift and Necro Dancer, the spin off of Crypto. Have you ever played Crypto the Necro Dancer? No. Great game. Uh, spin off of Crypto the Necro Dancer isn't just a rhythm game, but also features lame based combat. Each of the characters features their own story-based minigame with a variety of different rhythm rhythmic challenges. Rift of Necromancer arrives 2023. And here it goes, guys. Fantasy violence. <laughs> I like the music. All new storyline. Oh, you know what reminds me? What the heck? Oh, yeah. I do like that game. Okay. I, I'll probably get that. Uh, Man, what was that game that we played? Uh, 
melatonin or melatonin. Is that what it's called? Melodin. I forgot. I don't oh. know what it's called. Some with the M. So I have it, right? Oh, you got it? Yeah, I got it that day. Remember when I told you I was gonna get it when it released? Yeah. The music is so good in this game. Oh, uh, yeah, it's called melatonin. Oh, I was right. Nice. Way to go, memory. It is so it's so hard, bro. It's hard? It is hard as shit. It's a fun game. I can't beat it. Oh man. If y'all haven't right. seen it. Now I want to get the game. Hey, Professor. Hey, look at Yeah, you. this game, Melatonin. That's oh. it, y'all. Y'all need Zoom in. If you like um if you like rhythm games, this oh, is the it's game. It's not gonna game. do it. Do it. That game. Yeah, fantastic game. It is a really good game, but it's so like when you play the rhythm of oh my god, like there's no it starts you off where it gives you like cues and stuff to hit it, but then in order for you to pass to go to the next level, there's no cues. It's just like visual cues of what the world is doing. It's so hard. God, it's hard. G for the five months. Hey, yeah, thank you, rookie. Scott Pilgrim game vibes. I'm in. Uh, this is a lit fairy game. <laughs> uh, next one. So next story is Animal Well. I've heard about Animal Well, but I didn't really. Okay, y'all. This looks like a trip. Animal Well is labyrinth explorer with bold and elegant visual style. The game promises freedom of exploration with hidden items and deadly foes, but also some friends. Animal Wells lands on Nintendo Switch early 2024. I just want to see what it looks like. A labyrinth! Well, well, well! Sounds like you're ready for Animal Well. In this atmospheric pixelated world, oh, wow. you it's... for treasures as you gradually... It's like you're playing on a CRT. Where you That's go cool. is entirely up to you. Perfect! So, I shouldn't need to worry about anything dangerous, right? Yeah, about that. You're not alone in this labyrinth. Many interesting creatures live here, but some might be hostile, so stay alert. Any items you've picked up can be used in a number of ways. Like making a quick getaway or having friendly oh, creatures wow. help you out in a pinch. And speaking of items, there's a lot to uncover here. So Actually, with your items pretty visually you appealing. I'll be well prepared then. Yeah. Summon your courage and curiosity for Animal Well, launching uh, on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I'm not going to get it though, because, oh man. Labyrinth games, I never end up beating them. Wait, wait, wait. Labyrinth games, but you play Diablo? No, you got I mean, That's not really. I don't really consider that a labyrinth. That's a dungeon crawler. I guess you're right. It is a dungeon. Labyrinth is like puzzles. I don't know. Like, there's. I don't know. You don't care for the puzzle aspect of those. Kind of I do. I think it's more of like if I step away from it and come back, oh. I forget what I was, where I was at, what I was doing, where I had to go back to. I'm like, oh, shit. You have to play until you finish it. Yeah. Game. So when I get breaks like that and I don't come back to it, it makes me not play it, which sucks. <laughs> I pretty much have to start over. All right, Crime O'Clock. Uh, looking to solve some crimes as a cute humanoid rabbit, Crime O'Clock is a map-based crime-solving adventure that sends you traveling through time with your actions influencing events in different time periods. The concept seems a little mind-bending, but that seems fitting for any game that has you messing with space-time continue. All of these games, oh my god. I just want to see what they look like. So far, there hasn't been a game that I can, like, I, will, I don't see myself playing. 
Maybe. Okay, so it's a. The art style for this game looks really cool. 2D, um, and it's, it's all black and white. Mm, that's odd. With splashes of color. I meant the puzzle exploration game. Anyway, there's no time to waste. You've got over 40 cases to solve across time and space. But where, or I guess when, do I even begin? Is this like Where's Waldo? It feels like it, but Look it's coloring map. in it. There are yeah. Oh. Age to a cybernetic future. In each era, you'll see how crime scenes develop for different time ticks. Wait a second. Could I do something in one era? I feel like events in another? Exactly. By traveling through time, <laughs> wow. characters. This game would be really good for like a long flight. Change and yeah. more adventures. Yeah, or sitting at the airport. Yeah. Set your alarms to crime o'clock. Well, it's, it's cool. It's June 30th. This is for me. Oh, okay. I hear that. Okay, Hedero. It looks cool. All right, Tesla Grad 2 and Tesla Grad Remastered. Never played Tesla Grad. With physics-based puzzles and electrifying Teslamancy powers to deploy in some cool-looking combat scenarios, Tesla Grad continues its Nordic-inspired adventures <clears throat> with the sequel set in some gorgeous environments. The first game, Tesla Grad, is also getting a remastered treatment that juices the graphics and adds new challenges. It will be available with Tesla Grad 2 as a bundle or separately. Oh my gosh. Does anybody want to see that? Uh, uh, Cinderella. No. Okay. I'm good. Pass. Well. All right. Shadows of Loathing. This hand-drawn stick figure style mystery solver is set in the 1920s is described as a slapstick RPG. You're tasked with aiding the operation of an antique shop, but things don't go according to plan. You have to do battle with various threats, including sentient math. I think I do that every day. And other fearsome eldritch foes. Shadows Over Loathing is available digitally today, April 19th. A physical release is expected this fall. Anybody want to see it? No, 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 no. I'm curious as to how that art style is looking. Okay, hand drawn. I do like 2D animations. What the hell? What the hell is that? <laughs> Why'd it come out like that? Yeah, what in the world? Try it again. Oh, stick figures. Oh, I heard the story in this game is really good. Did you? Yeah, like they, the focus was taken off of necessarily the art, but more focused on the story. So here's my thing. If these games are like five, ten dollars, then I'll probably grab a bunch of them just because. <laughs> It looks kind of cool, but I don't think I'd pay more than ten dollars for a game of stick figures. <laughs> this hand drawn. Thinking about the work they had to put in. Yeah. All the really carpal tunnel. They put the music. Sure, it's blessing. The story is blessing. The music does sound good. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But you know what? Having a great story and having it being like portrayed through stick figures would probably make the game very, very enjoyable for me. I believe it. Look how you walk in. I got it. I want to try this game. Right? 
These are the battles. Oh my god. Wait, was he petting a cat? <laughs> yeah. It does look interesting. It's out today. I don't know how it's I out. This. I want. Yeah, it came out yesterday. The digital version. For the digital version. Uh, Blasphemous Two. Oh hell yes, Blasphemous, the macabre two D action platformer, is getting a sequel, and it looks like what we came to love about the first, with three new weapons and fresh methods of gorgeously eviscerating your foes. Blasphemous Two arrives this summer. Rated I, M for I really should have watched this. This is a mature game, guys. Is it a horror game? I think it's just gruesome. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, there's a little bit of a fighting game element. Okay. This game looks really good. It reminds me of Mega Man a little bit. As well. Castlevania it's like Castlevania Mega Man mixed with, I don't know, a drill for a head. <laughs> a drill for a cone heads. Cone. <laughs> it's like cone heads gone bad. That's another fantastic <laughs> title. Cone heads <laughs> or blasphemous. <laughs> oh, Oxenfree. Oh, God. Oxenfree sequel is set five years after the first game and looks to pack some thrilling, earth-shattering, supernatural mystery set in beautiful 2D world. The narrative shifts based on your actions, so don't expect unraveling the paranormal secrets of the universe to come without consequence. Oxenfree is really good. The first one was. Still, I am kind of excited about that. Is this the one where you work together with... It's cooperative play? Riley, are you there? Oh my god, what is happening? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Jacob, four hours ago, a cult opened oh, a portal add. above Edwards Island. Oh, you gotta add. Are we, are we really the ones to do something about it? Have you seen anyone else around? We've been all over. We've seen different timelines, gone back to the past. Yeah, this story is good, though. Alone. There is no one else. Riley, seriously, Riley! Rainbow Kisses said none of the games are appealing to her. None? Not even the cat? Well, okay. What about the rhythm-based games? These are all indie games, too. Keep in mind. So you gotta keep your expectations to a certain level. Which, that's not even true, either, because indie games are really good. It's just hard. It's really hard for people to give them a chance. Yeah, because they don't have the same... Look, I'd be happy if I got to pet, get, pet cats all day. <laughs> uh, little to the left. I don't care about the quilt. Little to the left, cupboards and drawers DLC. I never played that. If you long to return to the world in which your only responsibility is arranging drawers and shelves, a little to the left's new DLC promised to offer even more of that. The expansion adds 25 puzzles and new scenarios. See, this is a rainbow kind of game. An organization game. <laughs> Wait, what? It's got organization in it? Yeah, you organize draw like drawers and cupboards. Oh, that's cool. Open the oh, world down. of items. What was that Tucked game? Away in small forgotten oh, spaces. And get tidying in a little to the left. Cupboards and drawers DLC. There's so many really great games. Out organize there. over 25 forgotten corners of the home. 
with familiar household objects that fit together like pieces of a puzzle. Grandpa, you wouldn't play this game? Can you please pet the cat? Oh, there was a cupcake down there. So get inside those boxes and bins, nooks and crannies. You know what? You know what sucks about this is like, I bet I would, I would get this game and organize the shit out of it and then never go and organize that drawer that has all the random stuff here. <laughs> and then like my covers and drawers in this game are going to be fantastic. But you see the real life ones? <laughs> well, I need to go. I, you, don't, you don't have all the fancy organizational things that you do in the game. Oh, like, you don't point. have the fancy. The problem, trees and everything. The problem is I do. You don't have the music in the background of the fancy do 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 do. I go to the container store. Exactly. <laughs> I love the container store. Every exactly. We have them. We just don't use them. <laughs> okay, so I need to go. So what you're saying is I need to go up there so that I can go see the container store. I need to be a little to the left, the real life edition first before I get this game. Oh, Shovel Knight. Pocket Dungeon Puzzler Pack DLC. Not going to check it out. Shovel Knight's great. If you haven't played, this is the uh puzzlers pack oh yeah call to the lamb relics of old faith update this comes out oh it's a free update for call to the lamb april 24th call to the lamb excellent game excellent game guys if, i've heard nothing oh. but good things about yeah it. excellent game let's see i didn't even watch this <clears throat> Okay. New weapons. New buildings. Photo mode. New bosses, new encounters, and quests. More challenging bosses. But they are already challenging. New relics. Okay. Oh, this is a lot for a free update. Jeez. They added a lot of content. Is this a DLC? No, it's just an update. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess it's kind of updated. It's got a new name. Yeah, Cult of the Lamb's a great game. Literally get to raise a cult, have a town, go in a dungeon. You go in a dungeon crawler, fight bosses, and you still have to keep your town, your people happy so they can give you their praise, which makes you more powerful. You're really like taking their souls, to be honest. Pretty crazy. Good game. If you want to run your own cult. <clears throat> uh, Paper Trail coming out uh, on August. What we saw from Paper Trail was brief yet still intriguing with interlocking watercolor style environments that can move and overlap one another. The mood and color themes sure are alluring. Huh. These artsy games that I just gotta see them. Just visually. Yeah. Get an idea. <laughs> Over 25 wins and nominations. Oh, okay. Oh. So you fold paper to solve the puzzles. 
Oh, I actually like games like this. Oh, wow. Hey, you, I used to have books like this. Yeah. So you fold the picture to solve the puzzle. Oh, that's cool. And it makes a new image that allows the trail, the paper trail, so you can get to the other side. Amazing. Game developers are clever. This is actually my kind of game, for real. I would definitely play that. Alright. Oh. Interesting. It does. Little Kitty Big City. Little Kitty Big City. Okay. Sometimes you just feel like a little guy in the big city, or at least that's the vibe Little Kitty Big City appears to be going for. There wasn't a whole lot on display uh, from this game, but we can trip people by walking under their feet and steal their packages, so that's definitely when I am in. You are in instantly. You ain't even see the. <laughs> <laughs> I get to trip people and take their stuff. Yes, I'm in. Count me in. <laughs> kitty. You're a little kitty lost in a big city. Okay, the visual visually looks really appealing. Little kitty lost in a big city. You get to play with your tail. I wonder how big the world is. That's a you get to catch birds? Oh shit. And talk to other animals? I'm gonna get a Nintendo Switch just for all these cats. All these games with cats with hats. Kitty, big city. All right, that game actually looks really good. It does. <laughs> that looks really good, actually. Okay. Uh, la oh, what the heck? How many more games did they show? They Holy crap. Okay. No E3, we're going to put them here. They really did a big here indie showcase. With, like every single one here. Let, <laughs> let us know. I know. We might as well have just watched the Watch showcase. <laughs> Show All right, so this one is Chance of Sinar. At first, I got a major journey vibes from this quick look at Chance of Sonar, but then we were in shot by shields and swords. This neat looking game appears to feature various puzzles with nice, near, minimalistic art style. I'm hoping to see more. I'll watch it on my own time, unless somebody in chat wants to watch it. I just want, I don't have to see the whole thing. I just want to see a glimpse of it. And then we. Can... But it's like the glimpse, they're only a minute each. Yeah, so right. it's like hard to not. <laughs> All right, here. We'll watch it. Chances in R. We're gonna watch the whole thing. Okay. Oh, focus. Oh, this looks really. It's all visually appealing. I like the minimalistic art. It's hard to even explain what I'm. I know, it's like a puzzle. I don't know. You guys just gotta watch it. It's very pretty. 
It's sneaking around and doing puzzles. And puzzles in a Egyptian style world. Or Arabic too? Like all over the place. It's cool. It looks visually amazing. It does September 5th. It looks good. I, I probably won't get it, but it looks good. If it stumbled into your lap, you would play it. I would definitely play it. This next game, I'm definitely going to play. I don't even care what it's about. <laughs> Bro Tato. How about some shooting spotted in a quick sequence of upcoming indie titles? Nintendo sauced in near the end. Bro Tato. Looks like another twin stick shooter. We'd like to see some more of, of for sure. Twin stick shooter. Potato shooting guns. Yep. I need to stun. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're a potato beef. God dang, he got six Gatling guns. Oh wow. But you can't forget the sunglasses. <laughs> that that potato has a beard. Beard? Yeah, it's a potato. It's a potato. <laughs> it can't be basic. Bro, they got rocket launchers. Okay, I'm not gonna get it. It looks cool though. <laughs> I'd have to see more to really decide. You know, it's like it's like a mobile games. game. Yeah, I was just about to say maybe maybe Nintendo might go that direction. If Potato was a mobile game I could download, I'd definitely get it. Uh, Escape Academy, the complete edition. We're all trying to escape from something, I suppose. So why not have a bit of fun with the theme? Escape Academy launched in 2022 on PC, PlayStation, Xbox consoles, but the complete edition expected to arrive on Switch this fall. You know what? I wonder if a lot of these games were already on Steam, and they're just coming to the Switch. Good point. Actually, I'll look into Bro Tato. Yeah. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Arriving on Switch later today, April 18th, oh, already out. Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach promises more creepy things going on in otherwise innocent locations, whether it's flipping through security cam footage to spot anomalies or trying to dodge possessed animatronics. You can expect more of that same spooky atmosphere this long-running series is known for. Not getting Five Nights at Freddy's because my kids always want to play it and then it terrifies them. Not doing it. <clears throat> uh, last game on the... Thing bomb rush cyberpunk. I already love the name. Uh, Team Reptiles Jet Set Radio like arrives on Switch on August 18th, 2023. Today's limited showing a bomb rush cyberpunk featured neat tricks on skateboards, BMX bikes, and rollerblades set in Cyberpunk City. So, this game I'm gonna take a look at because it's gonna give me my Jet Set Radio vibes. <laughs> uh, quick heads up, Bro Tato did come out on September 27th. 2020. How much is it on Steam? Uh, $5. Oh, see? That would make me buy it. And it's an early Okay, so spray painting looks super awesome, and the gangs look cool. Oh, you can bike in this game? You can bike, rollerblade, skateboard. Oh, man. And now you can walk around. Looks interesting. It looks fantastic. Oh, man. All right. So that was the last thing for Nintendo's Switch World Showcase. Yeah, that was a lot. 
It was a lot. Just as a heads up, my time at Sandrock is not found on any other platform at the moment. Oh, so that's new. Oh, I so take that like back. a little bit of a mix. It is on Steam, and it's been out since May 25th, 2022. So these are all just games that are coming to Switch then? It seems that way. Yeah. All right. We're getting close to the end, guys. Story number four. This is a quick one. Diablo 4 confirms May beta event. Blizzard officially announces a third beta event for Diablo 4 planned for May, named the Server Slam a stress test prior to launch. Uh, Blizzard has announced a third beta weekend planned for Diablo 4 that will stress test the ARPG servers ahead of its early June launch. Two betas have already been held for Diablo 4 up to this point, but players are hungry for more. Blizzard has decided that the excitement for more Diablo 4 aligns with the development team's need for more data. It's even confirmed some special loot for Diablo 4 players willing to test the game one more time before launch. Hey, I'll be there. I Look, I've been playing, I played the crap out of the betas. So, I'll be playing this beta as well just to get my ARPG feels out. <clears throat> like, really. Um, there's something I want to say that, oh. Speaking of betas, Street Fighter 6 beta this weekend. This weekend. And I believe there's a beta for the story already out today. What? So if you want to play some Street Fighter 6, this weekend is the time to do it. There's so much going on this weekend. Yep. Uh, last story. So Ubisoft had a Division Day today, actually. They Division picked... Day. Yep, it's called Division Day. And they're, they were talking about some of their three, three Division games that were coming out. Uh, Division Day, everything announced for the Division 2, the Division Heartland, and the Division Resurgence. Today, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, <laughs> Ubisoft hosted Division Day, a special event where creative team behind the Division franchise gave a sneak peek at everything that's coming soon. Division 2 revealed their five-year roadmap and Season 1 Broken Wings. The Division Heartland made a cinematic debut. The Division's Resurgence announced a new testing phase and several other projects, including an upcoming webtoon and first look at the unique action figures were revealed. Here's a roundup of everything covered during Ubisoft's Division Showcase. Uh, Division Heartland, upcoming free-to-play PvEVP survival action shooter, made its cinematic debut during the Division Day Showcase, showing off the town of Silver Creek, teasing the enemy factions and mysterious virus players will face. The Division Heartland will go into closed beta later this year. If you want to be a part of it, head over to thedivisionheartland.com to register for a chance to participate as well as receive five friend invites. <clears throat> uh, Division 2. Year 5 is coming soon, kicking off with the Season 1 Broken Wings. There's a new Manhunt target, Mari Singh, the former director of the DC Aquarium. This time, the objective is to take out the target. It's the rescue. It's to rescue the civilians that Natalia Sokovla Sokolova and Black Tusk have taken hostage. Players will need to continue rebuilding the castle settlement, which Singh had been using as her headquarters. And every, pers every person's player's rescue will unlock more of the story. Broken Wings also introduces a new game mode called Descent to the Division 2. A Descent is a free roguelike mode for up to four players who start out without any gear, perks, or specializations available to them in the main game and are unlocked, unlocked through progression. Playing through the mode will also allow players to dive deeper into the secrets of the Black Tusk, the Division, and more. 
Oh, that mode's kind of cool. I mean, it gives people who don't really play Division a chance to just come in and... And just enjoy the game. Yeah, and just enjoy the game. Uh, Division Resurgence is an upcoming mobile game that will bring an authentic Division experience to the iOS and Android devices. It features a brand new storyline, providing a unique look into the events of the crisis while introducing new characters and factions and bridging the story of the Division and the Division 2. It was also announced that the next test phase will happen this summer. If you want to check out the game early, sign up for its upcoming test phase here. Anyone who participated in the test for Resurgence before launch can unlock a special joint task force cosmetic outfit to use when the game fully launches. Outside of video games, the team revealed a webcomic on Webtoon coming in 2024 that follows the journey of a teacher from Houston after the outbreak of the dollar flu, as well as first look at two collectible action figures of Caleb Dune and Brian Johnson, both coming later this year. The Division Day Showcase also revealed cross-game rewards for The Division 2, The Division Heartland, and The Division Resurgence. The new game, new feature, will give players a chance to unlock exclusive rewards for players playing other Division games. More details can be found in Division Cross-Game Rewards. So yeah, Ubisoft is going pretty big with Division, and that kind of confuses me. Why is that? I mean, I, I didn't realize like it was still like that hot. Like I've had The Division, haven't played it in a long time. Uh, I don't think none of this is going to make me get back into division. What uh, if it's for the f- people who are playing now, like the people, because maybe they do have a wide audience. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what surprised me. I didn't know that their audience was still that wide, like for <laughs> division at all. Rookie G said, yeah, you abandoned me, bro. I did. I definitely abandoned you. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent. And the thing is, it was even worse. Ricky G is I have it on multiple platforms, so I have it on PlayStation, and I have it on PC, on two different freaking launchers. You had to I'm pay like, for them on different. Yes, <laughs> I've paid for all of them, and I don't play. I love Division One, Division Two. I just I don't time, not enough time. It's so sad. It's so sad. Ricky, I never even see you get on too late for me, to be honest. That's that's what it is. Every time you get on, it's like midnight and you're like, all right, want to play some Division 2? I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? I got to go to work in like four hours. See, he said true 1 a.m. That's why technically you abandoned me. Man, that's late. I don't I can't handle those hours no more. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's the last story. Any? Oh, no. This is the last story. <laughs> Never mind. This one should be kind of quick. I don't think I, I ever played Division. Never? Yeah, it's like a looter. It's, yeah, it's a third person looter shooter. I mean, it's cool. Don't it's it's a fun game. It's it was really like I thought it was good. The first one was really good. The second I one I enjoyed too. I just didn't have enough time to play it. Next last news story. In celebration of, you know, April 20th, I don't know what holiday that is or anything, but in celebration of it, (laughs) which video game merchants would sell good weed? All right. So weapons and spells necessary for any adventure, but who would go, who would you go to for dank nugs? All right. Wandering merchants, shopkeepers, and dudes sitting on blankets are some of the most colorful NPCs you'll meet in any video games. It's always a joy stumbling into a new town or village on your journey and seeing which spots are peddling wares for coin or trade. 
and what makes a qual makes a quality in-game merchant isn't too different from what makes a quality <laughs> a quality weed dealer. They need to have a great product and great vibes, or just one of those if you're desperate enough. Uh, what if your favorite in-game merchants crossed over entire world? What if the same merchants had Kush, Bud, and Pot as powerful as any upgrade? Which one of these eccentric weirdos would really level up your weed smoking powers? And would you seek out on your reefer journey? <laughs> Can I go first? I'd like to go first. Go ahead. All right. So remember Power Stone 2? You had, uh, I think her name was Mel, who was the shopkeeper in Power Stone. And she, if you give her two items, she can combine them, any two items, and she can combine them into literally anything. And it will have both attributes of both things. So that would be my shot. That is a good one. So they actually have their own list here too. So the Holger brothers from God of War, <laughs> Brock and Sindri. <laughs> so you got them. The next one is Zer from Destiny and Destiny 2. He sells the exotics. The only place you can get exotics besides random drops. He has them every every weekend. So I think he would have some pretty good bud. A space bud. <laughs> Potent. <laughs> Uh, Drebin893 from Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of Patriots. Oh, man. Yeah, he would probably be good, too. <laughs> Forgot about him. Har from Animal Crossing. Definitely Har. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Har. <laughs> 100%. Har would have <laughs> the gassiest of gases. <laughs> I want to smoke Har, man. <laughs> Har. Damn. I'm oh, the traveling trader from Stardew. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. Master Librarian from Castlevania, Symphony of the Night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a classic game. And yeah, he has some dope stuff. What's the chick from MHA that can pull stuff out of her body? Fed would never catch a thing on her. Oh, you talking about, uh, oh, you talking about My Hero Academia? Yeah. Uh, dang, what is her name? Googler. <laughs> All Googler, right. baby. What's her name again? I don't know. Just oh, my my, my hero academia <laughs> characters. She got black hair. She wears like the red. Oh, I like thing. that's my fav- favorite 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 anime character. Waifu. That's waifu right there. Um, oh, the one that pulls stuff out of her body? Yeah, I like uh, it. And you don't know her name? Terrible. Man, don't be a hater. <laughs> oh, the, Money the, bags from Spyro, too. Oh yeah, Car Car Bazaar from The Legend of Zelda: Breath of Wild. Oh yeah, that place. That whole place is full of gas. <laughs> the Merchant from Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah, want to buy? Yeah, want to buy? <laughs> Just little bags of. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Guardian of Metal from Brutal Legends, which is pretty much. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I found her name. Uh, Momo Yao Yorizoyu. What? <laughs> the hell? I was close, man. I was close, right? <laughs> <laughs> Type in Momo. M-O-M-O. Now, you gonna get it on your first try? <laughs> He said, no, I ain't listening to you. Where's she at? Okay, now I need to look. 
It's M O M O. I promise you. Why don't I don't see her F. face. Oh, oh, it is Momo Yayorozu. Oh, you got that joint on point. Yayorozu. 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 I got it on my first try, yo. I never even do her name. Yo, you Rozo. Momo, yeah, you Rozo. Oh, I said it right. She spelt it the way I said it. That's dope. That's how it sounds. Perfect. Thank you both. We all got it right on our first try. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you said it so slow. I couldn't. I was like, what? All right. So the bean seller from Legend of Zelda, Orcarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, Sharon from Hades. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I can't think. I'm trying to think of any other merchants. Oh. I have like one in my brain, but I cannot remember the, their name or what game it's in, but it's in my brain. And I'm just like, oh. It's Bayer. Man, why can't I think of any? There's so many item shop characters throughout the years. I know that's so wild. I can't like. They named some good ones though. To be honest, they did. Oh, Professor Garlic for sure is. Professor Garlic growing her own special strain. <laughs> oh yeah. What was the the lady the Pokemon um Pokemon Center nurse Jude? Oh, Nurse Jenny. Yeah. Cause... No, that's Officer Jenny. Nurse no, Joy. Wasn't it Nurse Joy? Nurse, nurse Joy. Joy. She sells nurse stuff Joy's at the Pokemon Center, pockets, right? That's for sure. Yeah, Nurse Nurse Joy Nurse Joy. That's the uh, yeah. That's where you buy the legal stuff. <laughs> that's where you buy the legal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh man, yeah, they do. They named a lot of the good merchants, but yeah, that's it. That's that was the last story. Uh, everybody else. Enjoy your holiday, whatever holiday this is. I don't know what it is. Enjoy. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never. But uh, yeah, we went over games coming out this week. Uh, Disney Speedstorm, haven't tried it yet, but I want to. God of Rock, Minecraft Legends, I downloaded it, haven't tried it. Puzzle Quest 3, Mage Seeker, Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, Five Nights at Freddy's, Security Breach, Burning Shores was the DLC for Horizon Forbidden West. It did come out. And apparently Aloy's uh she you get to experience some love in the new uh DLC and it's optional. Uh Tesla Grad, we talked about that. Coffee talk, yeah. All these games, Super Meat Boy Forever. We talked about these mm-hmm. on Monday. Uh that is it, guys. So next episode is a Monday. So me, you know, maybe Dax, maybe so wait. Rainbow, are you gonna be on Mondays now? That's a great question, Rainbow. Um, also, as a reminder, I will be out of town and I'll be coming oh, okay, yeah. from my uh, hotel room. However, I will be here for a podcast Mondays and Tuesdays for, for the next two weeks out, out of town. Oh, no. I wanted to snooze the ad. It's starting soon. Oh. It just went. All right, guys. Well, we're going to skip most of the outro just so I can close it out without the the ads. No raid tonight. Uh, remember, this has been Night Kids After Dark Podcast where gamers discuss gamer things every Monday and Thursday live 8.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash team night kids. And we'll see you guys Monday. All right? Anything before we leave? Nah, nah. Nothing for me. See y'all. Have a great weekend. Be safe, y'all.
All right, later, y'all. Hi, guys. Wait. Oh, she said yes. Rainbow will be there Monday. Oh, perfect. Sweet. Bye.